Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff. With your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Hey, uh, we got plot hooks out there that needs bait. We will talk about that after this. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Now, sandboxes or other games uh, have usually have plot hooks all over the place. You know, or you should anyway. You know, I think you should come up with 10 good plot hooks and then go from there. Um, but you need something more than just a plot hook to hook them. You got to bait your hook, which means to me that when you put a plot hook there, you should put something with it, an NPC, a specific area, something unique, um, something that's going on, maybe if it's in the town, something going on in the town or in the area or whatever. Uh, you know, you might have a patrol that comes by a lot. Just one thing. All you need is one thing. Because a plot hook is good, but a plot hook with something else is better. Okay? I mean, this might be part of the, the plot hook adventure. And, you know, then you can elaborate it after they take the bait. Um, so I would put like an NPC associated with the plot hook. So the characters have something to go on. So they have something to, st I should say, to start with. Okay. Let's go see this guy. He might have information about whatever the heck is going on here. And that's good for a session. You know, that and maybe an encounter or a random encounter or an encounter has to do with that. That would work. So now you've got your hook, you've got your NPC. And then, at, you know, after that, for the next session, you can extrapolate on it and develop it into an adventure. And that's, you know, the, to me, it's like putting as much ammo as you can in that plot hook to develop it later. I never like to, if I have plot hooks and I'm doing a sandbox or something like that, I like to think no more than, the current session. I mean, yes, you have a situation. You have a, a possible adventure. Don't take it further than that evening or that session or whatever. 
then you can go back and elaborate on it. In fact, pay attention to what happens in that first se in that session. Okay, they take the bait. Okay, they got they talk to the NPC. There's something going on, and you have an encounter with whoever or a monster or whatever. And okay, fine. See you next week. So I would sit down as a GM. And I say, okay, let's see. Let's go over what happened. Okay, they met old Saul, the ferry boatman, as part of this plot hook. He has the information why these creatures have been coming out of the river and attacking the town. Okay, simple plot. Okay, fine. They go talk to him. And in the meantime, while they're talking to him, these creatures come out of the river or thugs show up or something like that where the characters have to get involved and fight or some kind of encounter. So, okay, this happened. Now, is this an isolated incident? I made it as a random... Say I made it as a random encounter. I just rolled on a counter table. Boom. That's what we got. Okay. How can I make this, if I want, connected to what's going on in that plot hook. You see what I'm saying? You take random things. Whatever happens at the table is fodder for the GM. Okay? This is why I like characters who kind of derail my game or just come up with something that I would have never thought of or I thought was better than what I had. Because then I can go back and go, okay, fine. Let's see. How does that link, link to the... Uh, to the alligator men that are coming out of the river attacking the town. How does that link? Did they just come out and do they do this on a regular basis? Is something, is something prodding them on? Is there another place around her, say an old abandoned fort or ruins or something where somebody's holding up and just instigating these creatures to come out? And how does old Saul fill in, fit into this? What does he know? Maybe he's a former associate of this bad guy that said, to heck with it, I'm going to do this. I'm retiring. I'm just going to go run the ferry. And maybe, you know, the bad guy could be blackmailing him or something, or he could be a spy for him or whatever. See how I'm extrapolating off of all this stuff just because some creatures came out of the river and started attacking that's what you got to think about. How is this thing stuff linked? Maybe it's linked to somebody in the town. Maybe the, the mayor or some official is instigating this for their own nefarious reasons. Maybe they're trying to make the town poorer so they can take over and bring their own people in or something like that. Okay, that's rather Machiavellian, but I, I kind of like it. Um, so that's, that's the kind of thing you have to think of when you come up with plot hooks. And all you, it's easy to do because, you know, plot hooks are everywhere. You put them wherever you want. Say you're doing a sandbox, you're doing a hex crawl. They're not going to go in every hex, but you can put something in every hex. It may not have to do with any plot hooks or anything, but, you know, something they, they see things. Oh, look at that mountain. How interesting. Oh, what is that forest doing in the middle of here? Or... You know, I hear dwarves are up in that up in the, up in those mountains working on uh, whatever. You know, that's just that's just the landscape. But you can make the landscape part of your game. So yeah, you just take look at your plot hook. Go over your plot hooks. Look at your plot hooks and see what you got. 
and then try and link up an NPC. It doesn't even have to be a it doesn't have to be specified either. Like if I just told you about the hex with the town in it getting attacked, and I just said old Saul the ferryman, I just say, okay, somebody in the town has information on this. Boom. And but when I get there, and when I get you know like maybe a little before the game or during the game, I can go, okay, it's going to be the ferryman on the on the river because he would know. You know, maybe somebody else in the town might know, except, you know, besides him. Maybe there's a dock worker on on the, uh, you know, for on, on the docks that may have some, know something about this. Maybe there's a guild member. Maybe there's a the head of a, a merchant's guild that would know about what's going on. So it doesn't have to be him. Just say somebody in the town knows about something. And then you're going to go, oh, what is that? Don't worry about it. Once you get to the table, worry about it, okay? And don't, you know, don't give it, okay, fine. I said the ferryman, and I'll say that he's a former associate. He doesn't like him. So he says, yeah, they attack on a set, on a set schedule. You know, they come out, at, you know, like at night or something like that, certain time at night. And then, you know, your players can investigate on that kind of thing. And so... You know, it's that's how you that's how you develop a campaign. That's how you develop a that's why that's how you develop a um, an adventure. I love worlds that have holes in them, which means things that you don't. My world has a lot of holes in it, so I can develop whatever the heck I want. So a, a little, a, a few of them are areas are developed, but not very many. And that's what the plot. That's where the plot hooks come in. Um, yeah. It's called I call it baiting the hook. And it just it just it's just like one step development. I take the hex, okay, I want a plot hook here. Somebody knows about this. Stop. I stop. I say, okay, somebody knows this is what's happening. Somebody knows about this. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Go to the next plot hook. See what's going on in this area. And so that way you have something there. You know, once they take the bait, they took the bait. The bait is whatever you put in that plot hook. So you you basically did the first step in developing it, but leave it alone. It's like, do it, do it once and leave it alone. Go to the next one and just write this stuff down. Put a chart, make it a chart. You know, you could do it that way, but this is how you develop stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong where you can't link plot hooks. And I may think about that during my prep. And I will just put a note saying possible connection or something like that. I won't, I'm t you got to do in to me, you got to do it in generalities first, because that's what gets it going. And that's what gets your brain going. That's what gets the players going. And that's a good thing. All right. I got to go start my day. So take that for what you will. I hope you use it in good faith. And if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail at Spotify for Podcasters. Uh, we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you. For a single donation, go to my Kofi page, Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar. PayPal.me slash oldmangrognar. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Soros, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you very much, guys. You're great. 
For other good podcasts, Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Kinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air.